You're listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, episode 23. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubumi. Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Iya Omileti. Thank you for hanging out with me and spending some of your time to discuss all things Arisha and Arisha spiritual journey. So have a little relaxed time with a cup of coffee, tea, juice, put on your sunglasses while you drive or pop in your earbuds around the house and during a workout and let's chat for a while. Today's episode is being brought to you by our very, very own Orisha Wisdoms or Reaffirmations. Did you know that we each have our own personal deity to watch over us? This is a Yoruba concept of Ori. Do you want to connect with your Ori? Do you even want to know what it is? This is a free resource available to you. You want to know about it? Go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash Ori1, and that's O-R-I, and then the number one. Today's topic is one that is very dear to me because it's something that I personally lived. I ached through this one. And I had to learn from it through many, and I mean many, many bumps in the road. And my road could have been much, much smoother. Am I keeping you in suspense yet? I need suspense music. Didn't mean to, but today's topic is about how to keep the Orisha traditions alive. So I titled it, Staying Alive. Wouldn't it be awesome to have the BG sing the song right about now? I don't think I would have been able to get the licensing or to come on the show. With the rise of technology, we thank you every day for this. I've seen the traditions to be both normalized and demonized. And this is a trend that many have seen, not just me. Many priests around the world are happy to see that the traditions have become quite accessible to everyone in the world, and that is great. With this free sharing of information, however, has come other caveats. And these seem to not only bless, but also hinder the traditions. I'm not going to cover them all here, but we'll cover some of them. One of the ways to keep the traditions alive is by maintaining them in their truest of essences. I know that things can change. I do. But some things just are not meant to be changed. 
So what does it take to keep it alive, to keep the traditions alive? Number one, you have to understand that the traditions have a built-in structure. What do I mean by structure? It means that no matter who we are or where we are in our journey, there are still rules that must be adhered to. What rules? Okay, you rebels, please don't roll your eyes at me just yet. But there is a process to these traditions. Here's one point. No matter how spiritual or self-proclaimed healer we are, or someone who may have told you that you truly are gifted or that you are born to do this, there is still a process to these traditions. Another point is, we need to go through priests in order to get things done in the traditions. The question always comes up, but why, 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 why do we need them? I'm spiritual. I was born with my own spirituality. You know, so-and-so dreamt about it, and I am a new prophet-to-be, or whatever the case may be. The why is because they have been ordained. They, meaning the priests, have been ordained with the ashe. What is the ashe? Ashe is the power that comes with initiation to call upon the Orisha, to communicate with the Orisha, to interpret what falls in divination, and to prescribe the correct ebo, or sacrifice needed for our success in that reading. So I'm going to repeat this again because it is that important. Priests, we need them. Because they have the ashe. The ashe is woken up with initiation. And that is used to call the Orisha. To talk to the Orisha. To communicate. To interpret what comes out. These are essentials in the structure of our worship. Here's another point for you. We priests can communicate with Orisha once the sacred rituals, the initiations, give us the right to do so. We priests see time and time again that many new folks feel that because they are spiritual or their grandmothers taught them to mix things in a jar and so-and-so has felt or had feelings that now We're entitled to reach out and call the Orisha. And this alone is going quite against the very traditions that we proclaim to keep alive. No one is saying that a non-initiate cannot reach out to Orisha. But there is a way of doing so within the Yoruba structure. So, you're a non-initiate and you want to reach out to Orisha, great. If you're not initiated, then you must go to a priest to do so. It starts with a reading. Then, a bow must be marked. It usually is marked from that reading. And then, there's usually a time in there for you to be able to speak and actually be heard 
by the Orisha. Simply put, if you try any other way, any other way that you may have heard of or read of, there is not any way of telling who heard you. And it might not be the spirit or the deity who it was intended for. Frankly, if that happens, which it does quite a lot, then it's just a waste of precious time and resources. Here's a question. How do you make a bull? Drum roll. Da, 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 da. I know, I need a drum roll sound bite as well. By following the traditions. That is the answer. I've met many folks who create their own ebos and they make them, you can't see it, but here are my air quotes from their hearts. So they feel that Orisha will hear them. Here's the truth of truths. Will the Orisha take that ebo? Here's your answer. Maybe. But why do you want to take that chance? You know that I love stories. You know that I love stories. Here goes one that was told to me by a priest of many, many, many moons. This lady client of his didn't want to follow protocols. Very free-spirited in her youngin' days. And she didn't want to go to a priest. I mean, why should she? pay a priest to do something that she could do herself, right? She was one foot in the traditions, in the Orisha traditions, and one foot in her free-spirited spiritual world of, I'll do it myself. She had her foot on many traditions, and her house was filled with every altar under the moon in her tiny apartment. Her life, you would think, was magical and spiritual and zen-like. What was her life like? It was actually filled with tons of turmoil. Sleeping there, going in there, job, family, everything was a wreck. Why? Because she didn't follow the tradition's protocols. She didn't go through a priest to help her go through her spiritual work. But she did it on her own. She saved a buck, right? And now for what? Her life was upside down. Everything was off. Between arguments and sleeping was awful. The job was destroyed. Relationships? What's that? And for what? How did this whole thing get fixed? She had to relinquish her power and give it, put it in the hands of Orisha. She had to go to a reading. After the reading, there were some preliminary things that had to be done. Priests had to come over to her home and basically dismantle All of the stuff that she, air quotes, created from her heart with her spiritual 
self and her spirit guides and Egun speaking, all of that was dismantled. And then on top of that, a few misas had to be done to get rid of some of the unwanted guests in her home that she picked up along the way. And then more ebos. She had to go through many readings and a process to clean up all the work, well, all the havoc that what she did created. Why am I telling you this? Because I want you to take heed to this one piece of advice. Do you want to keep the Orisha traditions alive? There is just one thing that one must remember. One thing. Respect the process. If you rolled your eyes, please unroll them and bring them back. I'll explain a little bit of what this means. But it is important if you want to come into our traditions or if you already are and you're dibbing and dabbing to respect the process. I'm going to give you a couple of points on respecting the process. Number one, learn your lineages. Learn the process in that lineage. And once you have chosen it, follow it. Simple, right? But very involved. Next point, let go of your way and surrender to the Orisha traditions that you have chosen and the one that has also chosen you. And this spiritual path will be much, much, much more enjoyable and fruitful and fulfilling. These are very simple points, but they're very, very involved. If we choose to go into candomble, and that is what calls us, we go to a candomble priest and the candomble priest verifies a lot of the things that have been going in our lives spiritually. And I start getting to know this priest and we start working through my stuff. And then after that, I'm like, you know, this might be something that I can do. That is where that point that I said, the simple but involved, just follow it. Follow that system and follow that rabbit hole and see where it leads you. But then that doesn't mean that now that you're in Candomble, you're going to go to Lukumi and you're going to do things that way and you're going to dip and dab and then you're going to go to, I don't know, ancient Kemet and then we're going to go to Wicca and then we're going to do this and we're going to make this modge Respecting the process means learn the lineage Respect that lineage's process and follow it. Let go of your, your stuff. There will be a lot more freedom, spiritual freedom for you in the things that you'll be able to do once you have undergone all of the rights for all of the levels within that process. No, you're not going to get initiated next week and you're going to be the master healer of the world. But maybe within your process, 
you'll be able to learn how to cast coconuts to your eshu. And this is going to be what helps you. That's your first step. And you master that. But that doesn't mean you're going to provide, you know, opele readings for folks. You just haven't gone through that process. I am very, very passionate about keeping our traditions alive. The essence of them. That doesn't mean that uh, we at this point in 2018 are going to just memorize everything. I will write it down because we have access to paper, but we protect the process of how things are done. There are certain things that evolve with time, but certain things do not. And there are many, many reasons. There are priests who have been initiated since very young, and they're still learning that the process still applies into our lives in 2018. So if it's 2018 or 2091, the process will still apply. Ifa has infinite wisdom, which they have shared with us. And they will continue to share if we just work to keep the traditions alive. This brings us to the end of this episode. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and find it helpful on your journey or someone's journey that you know. Why? Because staying alive is important in order to maintain the very thing that we are seeking on our spiritual journey. Did you like this episode? Do you think it is useful for yourself or someone you know? Tell me. Leave me a comment or come into our Facebook community group. You can find us by going to Facebook and typing Orisha Wisdom Community on the Facebook search tool and we will be right there. We can't wait to have you there with us. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will have another Ask a Priest episode. And the question that we're going to be talking is about how do we know if we need to initiate? I am very excited about that episode and I'm looking forward to it. This episode has been brought to you by our own, our very, very own Ori Affirmations. Haven't gotten yours? That's okay. Pop on over to orishawisdom.com forward slash Ori1 to get yours. Bring to your life the power of Ofo Ashe. It's the power of the word. And really that wisdom, that philosophy can really make changes in your life. You didn't catch any of this. Don't worry. You can go to the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash 23. Number 23. Before I go today, I would love to ask for a favor, which would mean a lot to me. Hop on over to iTunes and leave me a comment on the podcast. If you're driving, please, please don't do this. It really can wait, really. But only a few minutes of your time will be so helpful to me to continue to provide this podcast for you. 
I really can't wait to hear from you. And I do read each and every comment. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odabo! Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed, and until next time.